Welcome into part two of the first guest episode with Matt DeLong. I hope you all enjoyed part one. I want to hear from you guys, though. Come follow our Facebook page and Instagram page. Facebook page is TCAM Sports Podcast, and our Instagram page is TCAM underscore sports underscore podcast. Comment your thoughts on the show this week and leave a topic that you would like for me to discuss. I would also like you to have the opportunity to pick the time when the show goes live on Fridays. Would you rather have it at 5 or at 7? Thank you for tuning into these episodes. Now, on to part two. So the next subject I want to talk about a little bit is Tom Brady. Now, you know Tom Brady retired this past week. The greatest quarterback ever. Once seven Super Bowls, three-time MVP, five-time Super Bowl MVP. I didn't get to watch Brady when he first won, and I know you did. Do you remember what the world thought of Brady when he won his first three? I mean, they, it was the dynasty. That, that was the beginning of the, of the New England's dynasty. It was. They never had that. And Tom Brady and Belichick, I mean, they had a machine in New England. They really did. I have a hard time calling him the greatest. And not because of his Super Bowl wins, not because of anything else. Not all of his records he's broke, the many years he's played, the talent. The talent bothers me a little bit. There's so much talent we've seen over the years. Yes, they haven't gotten it done. Aaron Rodgers is probably the most talented in Brady's era, and he's never gotten it done. Peyton Manning, his co-fighter, the guy who he had to battle against, could never get it done in the playoffs. Yep. Tom Brady, he'll go down as the best ever. Do I think the best, the GOAT should be called a quarterback, in my own opinion? Not really. I think LT's the best that probably ever lived. I never watched LT play. His impact on the game, and he also played with Belichick, was just different. You're right, yeah. So, for me, like I said, congratulations to Tom Brady. I, I just have a hard time. The winning, the comebacks, the way he controlled the pace of the game, what made him special. When he beat Atlanta, came back from that huge lead and won the Super Bowl, it changed the face. Oh, definitely. And what I will say, what I mean by that is, there's a quarterback always, or a team, or a player, that you fear to play. There's somebody that you fear to play. It used to be Peyton Manning. You knew they were talented. You knew they could do, you know, change the difference Peyton, of the game. Who did Peyton Manning have around him? I mean, his receivers were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody's scared to play Peyton Manning. I don't think it's because of Peyton Manning. I think they were just scared to play the Colts at that time. They had great receivers, and Peyton Manning was good. When I'm talking about with fear, look at the NBA, for example. For the past decade, who's been the guy that's always on the other side that you, if you had to beat to be able to get to the finals or play in the finals? It was LeBron James. Yeah. LeBron James was always in the way. When it was in the 90s, it was Michael Jordan. Was Jordan. Jordan was always in the way, except for the two years that Houston won, and he didn't play. But other than that, Jordan was there. Jordan was in the way. In the 80s, it was bird magic. They were always in your way. Going to football, when Brady won that, to me, it was a little bit like, hey, you're going to have to play this guy every single year, and you're going to have to battle Belichick's defense every single year. And it already had been that way, but I think that was the biggest changer, was it really showed, hey, you're really going to have to battle these guys because they can do the impossible. Yeah. They can make the impossible happen. And so when you look to the future, 
Now you don't have Brady. Belichick's team's kind of in a mess. They don't really, they don't have any offense. They got Bill O'Brien now, but we only know we don't know how much that's going to make a difference. Hopefully they'll win more, but with the Bills in the way, we don't know if they're going to be the division leaders anymore. For me, right now, it's it is Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes he's good, but you can't knock Joey Burrow. No, but th- that's that's but, what I was going to get to. There's only one guy who stepped into the plate, and it's going to be Mahomes. It will be. There's there's one guy that challenged Mahomes for that title, and that's Joe Burrow. Yeah, that's supposed to be Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. Listen, that's neither one of them guys. Josh Allen is a good quarterback. I'm not going to take that away from him. He is built like a middle linebacker. He will run the ball and take a hit like a fullback. But I think Josh Allen's a little bit overrated. I really do. I think Josh Allen it makes mistakes too many. Yes, and it cost him. I think in a way that Sean McDermott's defense is not as good as we think they are. Now they did lose Von Miller. But that didn't make a difference because look at last year. I mean, when they had their defense last year, they couldn't stop Mahomes in 13 seconds. Yeah. It changed the fate of their game. So McDermott's defense is a fail. Josh Allen's decision-making goes sideways. For that team, that, that's, a, that's a long story. Yeah. And Josh Allen's got a long way to fix. The only way, to me, Josh Allen can get back to that conversation is if he next year beats everybody and wins the Super Bowl. He'd have to. If he wins it before Burrow... Then he, then he wins that discussion for me. Because even though Burrow went, Allen won. Allen won, yep. And Allen became that challenge for the AFC. He became Mahomes' rival. Yeah. Burrow, for now, is that guy. Oh, Burrow is definitely the guy. So back to Brady, as we were talking about. Patrick Mahomes takes that title. Do you think it's going to be at the same caliber as Brady and Belichick had it? Andy Reid's a good coach. Andy Reid is a... Football god at calling offense. He is at play calling. But he's got to show up and he's got to beat the Eagles. He's got to start there. This subject alone is challenging because we haven't seen enough. Yeah. For me, Mahomes is, Mahomes is that guy. And I think it's going to be Joey Burrow. I think next year the AFC is going to be ran by the Bengals. I do. They're a young team. They have, they have a good team. So, coming across that... We'll actually jump out of Tom Brady real quick. You want to talk about the Bengals? There's been rumor reports that they are ready to move T. Higgins. I've, I've seen that yesterday, actually. And that's because T. Higgins is asking for a lot of money. And I knew in a little bit that this would happen. How long was T. Higgins going to be okay with Jamar Chase? And I know that I know the contract doesn't have anything to do with that, but it does because he knows they're going to pay Jamar. They're going to pay Chase. Oh, they're, not yeah. going, they're not going to deny Chase his money. Are they willing to pay the same money for him? And I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think they will. And so, and that's going to hurt him. Where do you send T. Higgins? Now, I don't think they'll send him to Baltimore because that's in the same division. With Lamar Jackson, if Lamar Jackson even remains. Is Lamar but, Jackson going to be in Baltimore next year? We'll jump into that here in just a few minutes. But for T. Higgins, where do you look at the possible landing spots? Well, Look around, if, you, if you're talking about the AFC, two spots I would love him to go, I would love him to pair with Justin Herbert. I would love that pair. Going to L.A. Because L.A. is looking to unload some of their contracts. Keenan Allen's on a big contract. Mike Williams on a big contract. I think they're going to unload Everett anyway from the tight end position. I know I've heard a lot of people say they want to remove Keenan Allen. I would more likely them to remove Mike Williams 
because Mike Williams is injury-prone a lot. And Keenan Allen only has so much time left until T. Higgins is going to take that position. And T. Higgins will become that number one receiver in L.A. I think it would help Justin Herbert. I think it would help Austin Eckler. Did you know Austin Eckler had 109 receiving receptions this year? Yeah. They, Justin Herbert don't need to be thrown to Austin Eckler all season. No. He needs a guy like T. Higgins. I think it would help them. I think it helped Kellen Moore a lot too. But then my other one is Jacksonville. What They've got the space to get T. Higgins. They added Calvin Ridley. They have Christian Kirk. Evan Ingram stepped up this year. If you added T. Higgins, T. Higgins obviously be the number one. I don't care what Christian Kirk says. Hands down, Higgins would be the number Calvin one Ridley, receiver. Calvin Ridley's 30 years old. So T. Higgins would be the number one receiver, and he would get his money, and he is the most talented. And he played with Trevor Lawrence. He's got that connection. They have a connection already. They have connection with Trevor Lawrence. That, that works just like Jamar Chase and Burrow have. Yep. They have that college connection, and he's got that connection with Travis Etienne, who's the running back. Yeah. It's the perfect setup for him, in my opinion. And it's to help Trevor Lawrence. So why am I talking about T. Higgins? I'm talking about T. Higgins. If he leaves, what changes for Burrow? Does that change the conversation? Yeah, it does. That should, that, that speaks volumes. I mean, Burrow is a great quarterback, but Higgins was his go-to receiver. And how much longer are you going to have Tyler Boyd? How much, you're obviously not going to have Joe Mixon. No. You have some AJ P. Ryan, or they might draft somebody, which is a better chance they're going to draft somebody. But I don't, I don't think Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase cut it. I don't. For a receiving core, I would pick George Pickens and Deontay Johnson over those two. Not, not Jamar Chase, but Tyler Boyd. I think as a duo pair for a quarterback, you're two receivers. I don't think Tyler Boyd fills T. Higgins' shoes. No, no, Boyd does not fill now, Hayden Hurst is a good tight end, but I still don't think that's going to cut it. That's why I said, if you lose T. Higgins, is he going to do what Mahomes did? Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill. They traded him. They added Juju Smith-Schuster, Kadarius Toney. They had McCole Hardman. They played Sky Moore, and they had Kemp, who came off the practice squad, and they were still successful. They, yeah. were, they were a better team this year than they were last year. So is, can Joe Burrow respond the same way? That is, that is my biggest question, too. If they lose T. Higgins, now that, that's an if. If yeah. they don't lose T. Higgins. Next year, the AFC Championship again will be. Will be Joe Burrow. Will be Joe Burrow. I, I, will, probably pick, I will probably pick. It will be those two again. But I'm saying if they lose T, then that's a different conversation. Yeah, that's a totally different conversation than lose T. Higgins. Now we'll jump into that Lamar Jackson talk. Lamar Jackson trying to get signed with Baltimore, looking for guaranteed money. My first take on it, I've heard a lot of people complain about how much Lamar wants. That's all started because of Deshaun Watson. The Cleveland Browns were dumb enough to pay Deshaun Watson $230 million, who, which, he could be, which he could have been in prison. They, they, they were so desperate, they paid a guy that we don't know who, if he'll ever get back to where he was. $230 million. So I heard the original offer from the Baltimore Ravens was 133 guaranteed. That's less than Kyler Murray is making. Lamar Jackson better than Kyler Murray, in my opinion. He's won MVP. Definitely, yeah. Why is Baltimore not willing to pay him? Or better yet, why does Lamar want to go back? They haven't got any receiving help. 
I wouldn't want to play there. Yes, they they got a good they had a good offense, but they just fired their offensive coordinator that Lamar was running under. I think Lamar is looking to go somewhere else. He's hoping to get traded off. I really think that. The good news is for Lamar Jackson, this is actually last year his deal. This was his fifth year option in his rookie contract. So they so he actually has the option too. So He'll he be has a free agent this year. I look you know, looking around the league, I would really, really like him with the Jets. Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Brees Hall in the backfield, young offensive line who's done pretty well, and a good defense with Sauce Gardner in them. A good coach in Robert Saleh, I think it's Saleh, really put this team, you know, where they need to be. They just didn't have a quarterback. Zach Wilson was bad. And I don't think Zach Wilson, if they got Lamar Jackson, would be able to cover that. I, I just don't, I don't think he'd ever earn that job back. Even though they're saying, hey, we're going to keep Zach Wilson. You get Lamar Jackson, that's conversations over that's, with. That's game over. And I think that changes a little bit the fate in the AFC is, hey, now Josh Allen's got somebody to compete with. I, I've loved Lamar Jackson since he was in Louisville. He was a phenomenal talent. He still is a phenomenal talent. And Jalen Hurts is helping his case. Jalen Hurts plays the same style of ball. And, they're, and him being in the Super Bowl is now helping his case. I don't know if Baltimore's going to re-sign him. For Baltimore, be a good idea because their whole entire offense is built around this. For Lamar Jackson, they haven't got you anybody but Mark Andrews and J.K. Dobbins. He has no help. I wouldn't want to play back. I wouldn't want to get back. I don't care how much money you – if it's me and I want to play and win, I wouldn't get back there. No, I'd, I'd run. I'd, I'd run away from that place. I agree. Get away from Baltimore. Go to New York. Or go somewhere – or you find somewhere else you like, go there. Hey, go take Dak Prescott's job. Hey, they'll take you. I mean, listen, Lamar Jackson can help them get wins too. Oh, yeah. It's so hard because he doesn't have an agent. So you don't know these reports. Like, Lamar Jackson's agent was, like, his mom. Really? Yeah. So we're not getting, like, good reports from people about his actual contract negotiations. So I'm wondering if is what they're saying is true. Like, I don't, I don't believe Lamar Jackson when they were complaining about him sitting out. Yeah, I wouldn't – I'd sit out, too, if it was going to cost my career. RG3. Look what he did. Yeah. And – Career over. It was over. He's done. So for Lamar Jackson, I'm a smart move to sit out. So for Lamar Jackson, the future is. I mean, it it can be whatever he wants it to be, in my opinion. If you don't want to play in Baltimore, don't play. They can't. I don't care if they franchise tag you. You don't have to play. You could just say, hey, I didn't want to be here. You forced me to be here. Yeah. So I don't have to play until you get rid of me. Yeah, you're right. If you're going to re sign Baltimore, demand help. Demand them to find you some. They can trade for people. They don't have to go get a free agent. You can trade for somebody. Oh, yeah. There's always receivers that teams are willing to unload for the right price. And so for Baltimore, if you're wanting to stay in Baltimore, demand that you get talent. If you don't want to stay in Baltimore, hey, the market's open. And they're looking for guys like you. And there's a lot of teams that'll take a guy like you. There's a lot of teams that'd love to have more Jackson. You're right. So I've always wanted that conversation. I know we had the Josh Allen Mahomes. Joe Burrow, Mahomes. I wouldn't be mind to see intrigued a little bit of Lamar Jackson and Mahomes. I, I know that it's a long shot now because Allen and Burrow are in the way. Oh, yeah. But at one time there was that conversation. And yep. I would like to see Lamar Jackson back up on that stature. But for me personally, just don't do it in Baltimore. I, any, yeah. Anywhere but Baltimore is great for me. 
I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I don't like Baltimore. Anywhere but that place is great. And I believe you get town anywhere else. And you don't cause drama. No, he doesn't. You have no off-field drama. So, benefit of Kyler Murray. Obviously, Kyler Murray causes off-field drama. You don't have to deal with that. And to me, you're about the same leader as Jalen Hurts. I mean, just both two talented guys looking to try to win. Yeah. And so I, I hope you get your money, man. I want to bring in one more segment before we conclude. Do you think is there any team in the NFL on your mind that is going to be a shocker next year? Is there anybody you can just think of relatively? I hate to say this one too, but the Detroit Lions look good. Yeah, they the did. The Detroit Lions, they've had their rough patch forever. What was their biggest loss this year? Nine points was their biggest loss all season? No, they lost. I, I no, think, they had two blowouts. No, they, they lost to the Seattle Seahawks big time this, this year. But most of their games they lost were by three to six points. They had a touchdown away, field goal away. Most of, their, most of their games were. But I think next year the Detroit Lions are going to be good. I really do. Okay, so they lost to the Panthers 37-23. to 23. Yep. That was their – excuse me when I said the Seattle Seahawks. They lost to the Panthers big time. And they lost to the Patriots big time. They lost to the Pats 29 to nothing on October the 9th. They got blown out of that stadium. And they lost to Dallas. Dallas was pretty big. But here's the thing. They were in the fight a lot of the games. And what was even better is they beat the Green Bay Packers twice. They beat the Green Bay Packers at their house 15 to 9. They caused Aaron Rodgers a lot of problems. Aaron Rodgers threw three picks in that game. But here's what was awesome to me. They played really good throughout the end of the season. They almost beat the Bills on Thanksgiving. They lost by three points. They go to Aaron Rodgers' house knowing they've been eliminated from the playoffs. And they win. They win just because they don't want him in the game. Aaron Rodgers can't produce. Jared Goff plays great. I'll tell you, I love the coach, Dan Campbell. I love that guy. He's so passionate. Does anything for his team, wants his team to win. They're going to be a good team next year. I think they'll be better. I mean, the Eagles, the first game out of the season, only beat them by three points. And so that's what I'm saying. There's only there's only like two or three games that really that really the, the Lions did not show up in. Most of their games, they were there. The game they, they were didn't show up to was the Cowboys game, the Patriots, the Patriots game. game. That's that's it. Other than that, they they had an option. I mean, they had the ability to win these games. They did. So they ended off the season with nine and eight. I'm going to say next year. They're going to win 10 games next year. I, I think they'll win 11 games next year. They're going to be good. I mean. They're, I, I, think they'll win. I think they'll definitely win 11 games next year. Uh, my team that I'm going to pick is one that I don't know if you're going to like. I picked the Broncos. Now, the Broncos ended their season 5-12. and 12. They were 4-4 four and four at home, 1-8 and eight on the road. Had a horrible season. Russell Wilson looked awful. Here's what I'm going to say. You hired Nathaniel Hackett in the last offseason. He's meant to be Aaron Rodgers' head coach. It's what he did at Green Bay. Then you go out and you trade for Russell Wilson. That's an entirely different quarterback. This team right here should have not failed. The reason I say that is you had Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Javante Williams in the backfield, who was great before he got his ACL tear. A great young defense, Patrick Sertan, tons of talent. They they, They were top defense when they could play when they actually were in the live in a game. Now you hire Sean Payton, who this is a different cat right here. Sean Payton is that guy at the end of the day. I he's like the guy, He's the guy I wanted in Dallas. I, I want, I, that's what I want. I wanted Sean Payton in Dallas. I did. Sean Payton, I believe, will turn 
Russell Wilson's career back around. My biggest problem is I don't necessarily believe he's on that level of what the other guys were. So what I'm saying is I don't believe he's like, in that, like he's like Josh Allen or Joe Burrow or on that level. No. And the reason I say that, and it's not being disrespectful because I like Russell Wilson. I love seeing him in Seattle. My problem with him is, is that Pete Carroll made him. What I mean by that is look at Geno Smith. Look how well Geno Smith played this year. Geno Smith was phenomenal this year, man. So Pete Carroll basically looked at Russell Wilson and said, Geno Smith can do what you did and better, and which he did. He played better this year. They had a better record. Seattle went to the playoffs yeah. with Geno Smith. Like Pete Carroll made the difference. So what I'm saying is, is Sean Payton going to make that difference? Can Sean Payton make the difference for Russell Wilson? And because he coached Drew Brees, I believe it's possible. I believe with the runs Sean Payton has took to on his way to the Super Bowl, I believe he got screwed one year, one year out of the Super Bowl. I see that. I see where you're coming from. But still, I mean, you got to – and I, like I said, I hate to say it, but the Lions don't look bad next year. They, I mean, they didn't look bad this year. I mean, I see where you're coming from. The Broncos, there's a chance next year, yeah. Well, we're going to end this off. Matt, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate you having me, man. A lot of fun, man. We'll do this again some other time. Definitely let me know. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you all next week.